and welcome to episode number 59 of the Lines Podcast. My name is Matt Brown, joined each and every week by Brett Colson as we run down the big news, the big bets, the big goings-on in this crazy sports betting industry. A little bit of DFS, a little bit of poker. We're going to talk about it all on this podcast, guys. We are on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify and Stitcher, so please go in, subscribe, rate, and review. All those little five-star things definitely help. Giving us a kind word would also help as well. Help some people discover this podcast at the lines us on twitter at play picks us on twitter to follow along there as well brett we're in that weird part of summer here i mean there are things going on we certainly have some stuff to talk about but sports wise i mean we're we're kind of in that time where we're killing we're we're, we're just counting the days killing time until football season gets going yeah and trying to take some time off before we really dig into football i was able to, to take a few days off last week which is why we did not uh have a podcast last week, but uh, made my way down to Pittsburgh, enjoyed some of the museums and culture down there, checked out a few breweries, and uh, was able to place some legal sports bets for the first time in Pennsylvania on that Sugar House app, and I uh, checked out the the new sports book. Well, not the new sports book at BetStars, the, the temporary sports book. They're building uh, a massive sports book at Bet Rivers in Pittsburgh right now, but um, yeah, pretty exciting times, and you can tell people in the casino are just thrilled that sports betting is coming uh, a lot of people <laughs> just in this it just in the casino watching uh the the pirates game and all these other games so I mean, it's it's an exciting time for 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 pennsylvania right now yeah and you know we do have wimbledon that's going on if you guys are looking to bet of course there's the women's world cup that you can bet there's a big ufc fight that is going on this uh, this weekend as well. So you can uh, take a look at that. We actually made a video of how to bet UFC and MMA that you can find on the site as well. So be sure and check that out. But again, everyone is just kind of keeping their eyes open for football and some of these new things. And we are able to catch up with Johnny Avello. He is the uh, director of race and sports over at DraftKings Sportsbook. We kind of put his feet to the fire a little bit, trying to get him to spill the beans on some of that stuff. So be sure and stick around as we talk to him a little bit later in this podcast here. But, Brett, as you were down in Pennsylvania, uh, since we had a podcast here, we do have a couple of new sports books, a couple of new sports betting apps anyway. Yeah, Bet Rivers and Parks launched last week. They were in the testing phase when I was down there. I did not check them out, but uh, they are both live, and uh, anybody in Pennsylvania can bet on them as we speak. I, I was able to, to check out the, the Sugar House Sportsbook app, uh, very similar to what they have in New Jersey as well. Um, so no real surprises there, but uh, definitely if you're in Pennsylvania, uh, you have now two more options, a total of three. And hopefully here before NFL starts, we'll, we'll start to see some of the others uh, as well. But um, yeah, very, very cool for for anybody who wants to bet on sports and PA. One thing we should mention here, though, uh, you got to be an Android user. That is that is right. Got to be an Android user if uh, you're looking for these and you're listening to this and you're looking for these on your iOS phone. Yeah, not there yet. A little bit of a hold up. We we talked about some of this happening, you know, kind of along the way. Just uh, you know, with some of these other apps as well. Uh, There was a couple of issues even in New Jersey whenever things were launching with things getting kind of held up in the approval process of the iOS and Apple Store there. So that is kind of what's going on right now so just keep that in mind uh, maybe maybe it's time to just go buy a burner phone brett i mean like if you're if you're if, if you're <laughs> Seriously. If, if you're an iphone user maybe it's time to just go buy a burner phone that you use strictly for sports betting i gotta be honest with you if i lived in pennsylvania 
I would, it's not even, I would consider doing this. I would definitely do this. I, if, I I, know if, if, if I had to I go buy another phone, I'd do it. That. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I want to know if anybody's done that. If you live in PA and you're listening right now and you've done that, let us know. Yeah, I'd is, like to know that. Yeah, I would like to know that as well. But I mean, hell, it's it's one of those things where I'm not going to sit at home knowing that something's available and I can't do it just strictly because of the type of phone I use. You know, yeah, I would of course. I would just go get another phone. I would. I really would. And I bet you I bet you there's somebody out there that's done it. So, yeah, please yeah. hit us up on the Twitter machine if you have done that. Now, we got Bet Rivers. We got Parks. Where do we think we're going to be by the time NFL hits? I mean, we are still a couple of months out. So is there going to be even more options there in Pennsylvania? Yeah, we're I mean, it, it's hard to say at this point. You you would think that FanDuel certainly is is looking to get uh, their product live before NFL starts. Uh, DraftKings still we don't know of any partner they have that's you would think they're certainly trying to get it done uh, in the next month or so. But um, yeah, we're, we're not sure. You, you just basically just uh, assuming that some of these are going to get up and going. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know, FanDuel is out there. They're partnered with with Valley Forge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harrah's Philadelphia is still out there. Hollywood is a Penn National uh, product there. They're still out there. So there, there are certainly some that we anticipate that will go live by the time that we have NFL going here. So pen, guys in Pennsylvania, good on you. I, I am very, very, very jealous of you. I can only imagine how awesome it is being able to get all these new things hitting the market, and uh, I'm sure it's a very exciting time over there. Of course, you can keep up with every single tiny bit of Pennsylvania news at our sister site, PlayPennsylvania.com. So if you live in PA, be sure and bookmark that page as every single every single bit of sportsbook slash uh, app news that comes through, they write an article about it, so you're going to want to Uh, Stay in touch over there. Now, as we look here at some of these, as we look here at some of these, uh, you know, things we can bet on here, Brad, we talked about. I mean, there's there's Wimbledon going on right now. The problem, I think, with men's tennis when it comes down to it is just the fact that the 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 guys that are good are so, so incredibly good that I don't know how many casual bettors out there are getting money down on. Federer and Nadal and Djokovic and and things like that because you just have to pay such a steep price. I mean, just in this next match, you know, Nadal is going against Joe Willie Songa, who obviously is his no schlub of a tennis player. But I mean, you're looking at Nadal at minus six twenty five in that in that match. You know, Federer in his next match is minus fourteen thirty. So I'm betting I'm betting that the handle for the, at least the men's side of Wimbledon is probably struggling. It's going to be interesting to see because DraftKings did just launch their new live betting product, which is called Flash Bet. So, I mean, that allows you to at least bet on every point in game. Uh, and I checked it out this week. It's a really cool interface. lets you place bets in between points and then follow the point as it's happening right in the app. You can see the ball moving back and forth across the screen as it's really happening. Um, and then your bet is graded and you're paid immediately. So, I mean, people who love action and Betting on tennis, the thrill of getting in a high volume of bets, uh, it, this is great for them. Uh, but you're right; it's you know, it, as far as like betting on the winner of each match and then you know, winning Wimbledon, it, it's it's probably going to be lower, um, far lower than you know if, if things were much more balanced. But um, yeah, I mean, if you have the DraftKings sportsbook app, def- definitely check out FlashBet because I mean, this this is the future of betting. It's it's coming to states all over the u.s as DraftKings expands and uh, as we as we wait for the actual live stream integration into these apps this is a really cool uh 
really cool future or a feature that, that DraftKings has added. We got home run derby odds that have been released. If you head over, take a look at DraftKings, the favorite right now, Josh Bell at Josh plus 300, Bell. Christian Yelich plus 375, Pete Alonso plus 475, Vlad Jr. at plus 600, Jock Peterson plus 900, Carlos Santana is plus 1,000, uh, Ronald Acuna plus 1,100, and then Alex Bregman at plus 1100 as well now if you listen to these beat writers apparently josh bell is just one of those batting practice like hall of famers it mm-hmm. is apparently in batting practice he just hits monster 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 shot after monster shot during batting practice which is essentially what the home run derby is so i'm wondering how much that kind of played into these odds whenever the the sports books were putting the things together just kind of listening to these beat writers saying that this dude smashes like every other pitch out of the park like like completely out of the yard and stuff so i'm sure that certainly plays a little bit of of a role it's wild to see because this is a guy who hit 12 home runs last year, 26 the year before. I mean, this is a guy who's never hit more than you know 26 homers. So uh, if you had told me before the season that Josh Bell would be the pretty sizable favorite going into the home run derby, I would have been shocked. But here we are. He's got 26 home runs on the season. I think that ranks fourth or fifth in the in baseball. But yeah, I you're right. I think just based on the reports of what his uh you know the rhythm he gets into in batting practice is the reason he's the favorite here of course we do have golf coming up so if you are looking to kind of get down on that we still have the british open british open odds are out as well no surprise brooks kepka is the favorite at plus 700 rory mcelroy right behind at plus 800 then you've got dustin johnson tiger woods justin rose and francesco molinari coming in at plus 2,000 there, Brett. When we take a look at all of this, uh, Kepka coming in at 7-1, to one, when you kind of just see what this guy's done over the last two and a half years when it comes to these big tournaments, it is no surprise to me whatsoever. And it, and at 7-1, to one, it seems crazy to think that I might put some money down on Brooks Kepka here, but I, I typically like to bet, you know, more in the 15, you know, I, I take, I like to take 15 and 15 to one and longer odds usually in these golf tournaments. But uh, Brooks Kepka has just now proven to us that he has the, the, the game, the mental fortitude. And honestly, uh, the, the, uh, the able to recover and bounce back was one of the things that I thought was very interesting. This past tournament from him where, you know, didn't certainly had some, uh, left some shots out there on the on the course and was able to bounce back and fight back and, and get into a position to win yet again. Plus 700, might have to put some money on Brooks Kepka. Yeah, curious to see if his, his odds move at all after this current tournament he's in right now. Uh, I think he's right on the cut line and his round is finished here as we record this on Friday. So if he misses the cut, maybe uh, we see his odds drop a little bit. I think it's probably smart to, to bounce or to, to pounce on that uh, if, if his number drops at all. But the guy is just an absolute beast in these majors. He, he prepares his entire year around these big events. And, um, you know, when he, when he he's just a no-show in these smaller events. So if, if you can capitalize uh, on, you know, him missing a cut and, you know, getting some value after that, I mean, that, I think that's a smart play because you know he's going to show up for the British Open. Yeah, it is something I think we're probably going to see more and more even from these golfers is – 
if you're having success in the course of a season that you use kind of these lesser tournaments to just work on your game and get ready yeah. for the big paydays. Because, I mean, listen, it's not like these smaller tournaments, it, it's not money that they're winning, but certainly a, a big difference in, you know, the payouts in these major tournaments and even in, in some of the other bigger tournaments as well, where we've seen him kind of show up as well. I, I just, I get it. I understand it. And I think it's something we might even see a little bit more of from some of these other younger guys. And, you know, after they talk to Brooks and he lets them know the, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm really out there trying to work on my game in these other tournaments. I believe that we will certainly see more of that. We did mention there is a big UFC card this weekend as well. So you can take a look over there. A couple of title fights on that card if you're wondering how to bet golf or how to bet MMA and UFC we have videos on that on the site so be sure and take a look at that if you're a little if you're wondering a little bit on how to kind of get down on these certain things um, we walk you through the process of of getting down on all those now the other thing that we can bet on here is the NBA Summer League Brett even I even yours truly Matt Brown does not have enough degenerate bones in his body to bet on the summer Stop. League I don't really? I don't I don't I haven't done it I've never done it I don't think and more than anything I think it's because I don't want to have to put in the the time more yeah, than anything right. like I don't want to have to put in the the time do you to go, do, do it. you make it down there to check out some of the some of the games um, I will probably make it down to see uh, one or two of them, but I'll tell you this, we were just at the uh, Palms Casino, this is, uh, I do an, uh, an award show for the MMA industry, and we did it at the Palms this year, but uh, right now the Detroit Pistons are playing like the Croatian national team, the Croatian mm-hmm. national team was staying at the Palms, and so I kept running into these gigantic Croats, <laughs> like that were walking through this casino, I'm just like, geez Louise, I mean like every single one of them like which one of you plays guard you're like all seven feet tall like who in the hell is the guard on this team I don't even know what is what's going on there but yeah the Pistons are playing that Croatian team kind of as we speak whenever we're whenever we're recording this do you dig into the summer league at all do you actually do research for me it's just I I start to kind of do my football research at this point in the season I start to look a little bit into college and then (coughs) NFL after that so for me uh, a little tough for me to get into summer league. I pay a little attention to it just to see how the rookies uh, are performing. Um, really s- sad to see the Michael Porter Jr. already uh, hurt and not <laughs> going to play in the summer league after the injury that he dealt with last year. A guy who uh, draw or he drew a lot of KD comparisons and is just not not finding his way on the court, which is upsetting. But yeah, the uh, you know we're gonna. Here on Friday night, it's going to be R.J. Barrett against Zion with the Knicks playing the Pelicans. It's a pretty exciting one uh, down at UNLV. Um, the Knicks are favored to win Summer League, which is uh, pretty amazing. But um, I don't pay all that much attention to it. Certainly wouldn't bet on it like you. I'm just a little surprised that uh, you don't throw a little money down on it. As we mentioned, we were able to catch up with Johnny Avello. He is the director of racing sports over at DraftKings Sportsbook. We was able to talk to him a little bit about what he thinks about in-game and tried to get him to spill a little bit of the beans on what they got going on for football season. So let's take a minute here with Johnny Avello. Now joining us on the podcast, a very, very special guest, a legend in the bookmaking business, Johnny Avello. He is the director of race and sports over at DraftKings. Johnny, really, really appreciate you taking some time with us today. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me on again. 
this is a very interesting time for DraftKings. You guys, you know, came out of the gate here. We're, you know, a little over a year away from the repeal of PASPA. These numbers coming out of New Jersey have been astronomical. Did they grow even faster than you imagined? I really thought we'd be very successful, and it turned out that way. Uh, you Obviously, you saw that the la- the month of May was actually a, a larger handle than Nevada, which was kind of surprising. I thought eventually New Jersey would have as big a handle as Nevada, but I didn't know it would happen this quickly. I thought it was still another year away or so. So surprise in that uh, respect, but for the most part, I, I was – always confident that the numbers would be, you know, probably more than anticipated. So we've gotten past the NBA playoffs. We're past the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, A bit of a slow stretch here coming up, but very interesting last weekend with the NBA free agency starting. Uh, You guys were pretty quick to to open up odds on not only 2020 futures, but uh, some special odds specific to where each team was going to land. How much pressure is there now to move quickly on these early lines? I mean, those those 2020 futures were you've posted some books even before the 2019 season ended. Uh, I never really saw that happen before. Do you guys feel forced to get these up ASAP now with all this competition? Yeah, that's kind of what it is. There's a lot of competition out there, and we try to get them up first, and our customers look forward to them being up. And if they're not up, then you know they ask, where are they, or – yeah, do I have to go somewhere else? And of course, we don't want that to happen. So uh, we do try to get everything up as quick as possible, um, and you know, stay on top of them. That's all you you stay on top and make your moves accordingly. Well, what what information do you use to set these numbers initially? Are you going off beat writers? Are you going off front front office uh, front office comments, uh, players' social media accounts? How deep do you go in terms of sources before settling on like a a Lakers futures line? You know, all of that and and then some, Uh, you know, you set your line on futures like you would any other event. You put all the participants in order. You you rank them from best to last, and then you assign a number to them. And then, you know, the team looks at all the numbers and decides, yeah, that's too high, or this person may be going here. And uh, if they do go here, what does it actually mean? You know, some of these teams, the the Nets who actually picked up Durant and Irving – uh, and they have DeAndre or- Jordan. I mean, that's it's a good team, but they don't have Durant most likely playing enough next year to win an NBA championship. So it was a slight adjustment on teams like that. And then there's those teams like the Knicks who were uh, supposed to get everybody and be very competitive, and they end up with nothing. And so they went from 60 to 1 to like 250 to 1. So there's a lot of Justin takes place, um, you know, after you, you set your initial number. Well, well, take us through the process on Sunday night. I mean, I was following the futures markets in both Vegas and New Jersey because of the obvious regional biases there. And a lot of money was coming in on the Nets. I think we saw 31% on Brooklyn, is, is the handle on the 2020 futures on Brooklyn as of, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, how did you guys feel? I mean, at the Westgate, they were still at 30 to one when you guys had them at 16 to one. How how much risk did you did you feel like you had on the nets with all that money coming in? Yeah, we, you know, we had some risk. But remember that you're also in certain markets where you're going to get market play on particular teams. So in, since we're, you know, our, our sports books in New Jersey, 
of course we're going to take money on Nets and the Knicks and the Celtics and, you know, Philly and teams in that area. Whereas the uh, in the Vegas market, you know, they'll take a lot of money on the Golden Knights, whereas we won't take so much money on the Golden Knights. They're not as important to our clients as they are, you know, the Vegas community. So it's where you are also is you have, that's what you have to keep a pulse on is the teams of where have actually are close proximity to where your book is. So one of the things that we hear about coming from the guys overseas, and you've been on a lot of these panels, I've seen you at a couple of these conferences and whatnot, is you know how big the in-game component is over there and what kind of numbers they get through it. I think we're getting there over here in the States, but how, how do you feel about in-game? How are you guys doing on in-game, and where do you see the future of in-game? I love in-game. Um, it's certainly the future of sports betting. It has been growing and it uh, and it's going to continue to grow. Plus, you're going to see different type of markets in in game. You're going to see, you know, pitch by pitch wagering uh, and things that, you know, that happen instantaneously where you have to be really on top of your game and you have to have the right feed to be able to do those type of markets because you can't be lagging behind three or five seconds. It's, it's That's a total disaster. But I see in-game as the future continuing to grow and probably be taking over a, you know the, the lion's share of the handle by the time it's all said and done within the next five or ten years. One of the big things that happens out here in Vegas, as you well know, the Super Contest over at Westgate. Now we have Circa that has entered with their contest, and everyone's kind of wondering when the contests are going to get announced by you guys and, and some of the other guys over there in New Jersey. Is there a season-long contest in the works with you guys? I mean, obviously we had the uh, DraftKings Sports Betting Championship last year that went over very well. I was fortunate enough to get to play in that and looking forward to, I'm sure, uh, the, the second version of that coming down the pike. Will there be, you know, some sort of season-long component that people can look for? There might be. Uh, we may launch something. We're looking at it. I'm not sure we can make an impact right now. When you're doing a contest, you really need to prepare. And when I say prepare, you better be out in front by eight months to a year. Uh, be, be, first of all, the concept of the contest, the marketing of the contest uh, are, are just all imperative when it comes to having a major contest. So I'm not saying we may not have one this year, but it, it'll be more on a smaller scale. I think we'll, you'll see one that'll have a big impact, but you know, something for us to continue to work on. Sure. And with the sports betting championship last year, how do you think that all went down and will we see version two of that this season? We're also looking at that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I hope to have version two uh, with a couple of, uh, changes, of course. You know, we there were a couple of issues at the end of it. Um, not so much our fault. I think we just followed the rules. But there's certainly some things that we can improve on to make the customer experience even better. So we have ongoing meetings, and, and we're talking about that as well. All right, and we are as we look at this, and we're we're kind of heading into football season here. Let me. 
let me go ahead and ask and see if we can get any of the uh, get, get you to spill the beans on anything here. Is there going to be any interesting new football type of bets that people are? I mean, you guys have been really great with offering different types of bets, different types of markets, certainly testing the waters with with what people will uh, put their money on. Have you are you guys going to have anything? You have any uh, tricks up your sleeve for football season here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't spill the beans, but just be looking out over the next uh, month or so. All right. Well, we'll definitely do that, Johnny. Really, really appreciate you taking some time with us here again, guys. Uh, Johnny Avello, DraftKings head of race and sports over there. And again, it is uh, very, very interesting times in New Jersey and beyond. You guys are going to be elsewhere as well. So looking forward to everything that's going on over there at DraftKings. Thank you very much, guys. Well, Brett, he was pretty tight-lipped. He didn't want to give us any of the goods here. Uh, Sounds like, to me, they might have some sort of contest going. It seems like maybe something be in the works. Maybe it won't be season-long. Maybe it'll be like kind of a mid-season mini-contest thing that runs over the course of four or five weeks or something. And it seems as if they do have something up their sleeve for some interesting football wagers as well. Yeah, we had him on video there. We uh, had him on video chat. He looked very excited when you brought up uh, the NFL season and what they have planned. Uh, we don't know what that is, obviously, but he looks he looks pretty pumped about it. So uh, should find out here in the next month and a half. If you guys were not in on what we were talking about as far as the uh, contest that they ran last year, it was DraftKings put together a ten thousand dollar buy in sports betting championship. A lot of people entered. There was a little bit of a little bit of a snafu there at the end. Brett and I were were there. We were covering the event and. Just uh, one of those things where I think if maybe they had had a, a, a little bit longer to prepare, you maybe could have seen it coming that maybe there'd be some like run over in between games and whatnot. And that caused people to not be able to get in the bets that they wanted to get in because their accounts weren't getting paid out and uh, in time for them to make bets for the next game, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I think they would certainly fix that this year. I think they would certainly probably do it on a different weekend as well, where there's more games to bet on. I think that probably is something we will see. I imagine it seemed pretty successful to me, Brett, overall, even though there was a little bit of something that went on there at the end to where I believe that they will probably do a version two. I hope so. You know, I hope people don't look at what happened last year and say, you know, I don't I don't want to deal with that because, uh, you know, I'm not sure having more time would have prevented what happened, you know, what happened from happening. Uh, but certainly this was a learning experience for DraftKings overall. I mean, I thought the event was was pretty well put together i mean the 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 space they had it in was was really uh it was great it had everything you could possibly want if you're playing a lot of live event like that um but yeah i i think if they ran a version two it would be a lot smoother and hopefully uh, more people would show up i don't know i don't know what, what do you think do they, would they throw another guarantee on it like they did last year a lot of overlay last year yeah i would imagine they'd throw a guarantee but i, could, I would think it would be a little bit smaller um yeah. but you know again I honestly believe that it was a pretty good, pretty well run thing, you know, up until that one little kind of snafu there. And I think there, I think a version two, I mean, I was looking forward to it because I wanted to play the version two of it. So, I mean, I, I hope that there is one. And I hope we're able to get in on it. But very interesting that he said that, you know, it certainly was not committal on them doing any sort of season long contest. I thought for sure. After you know seeing just the the popularity of the super contest and then seeing that Circa launched one as well, I thought for sure that they would be kind of in on that. But seems like maybe they just don't uh, have any interest in it as of yet. Maybe there will be down the line. 
Yeah, I, I think so too. I, maybe just not in New Jersey. Maybe they're waiting for a bigger market to try it in. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's coming. The, 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 it's you know, if it's not DraftKings, it'll be somebody else. But you know, one of these online uh, betting events or contests will be coming. One of the other things that we are going to keep monitoring here, and you'll hear us talk about on this very podcast for pretty much the next several months is going to be just the NBA, NBA offseason, NBA futures, things that are going on there. Of course, we talked a little bit to Johnny about that, but you do have the Lakers as the favorite to win the championship, and Brett, the favorite to win the championship by a lot. Lakers plus 150, the closest is the Bucks at plus 700, and Raptors at plus 700. Once you get that past that, everybody is plus 1,100 or longer. I understand it. I get it. You have the greatest player in the history of the NBA in LeBron. You brought in a guy that is one of the real transcendent big men in the game today and Anthony Davis. And then, you know, everyone is just assuming they are going to add another piece there on that Lakers team. And if that's the case with the Warriors situation, the way that it is uh, plus 150 for the Lakers. I mean, I wouldn't bet it. I would just wait a little bit. I mean, hopefully they went on like a five-game losing streak and then the and the, then the odds would get better or something. I don't think there's any value there at all, but it makes sense to me. Yeah, no, I, I get the line. and they, they got a lot of action in the Lakers early on. I mean, they moved down to even money at Westgate uh, last week. It's back to 150 now. But you you, you would think if, if Kawhi announces his decision going to the Lakers this week that they would you know drop down to maybe even money or, or even lower. Um, I just I wonder what the rest of this roster is going to look like. Does it does it matter? And that's I mean, the thing. Are, that's yeah. the thing is, does it even matter? I mean, that is like the real question here is if you have three dudes that and, and what we but here's the thing, though, we saw what could go wrong if there's sort of any any injury situation because we just saw it happen with the Warriors. Yeah. Right. So that's if you don't have. Yeah. If you don't have any sort of bench, if you have no sort of depth can you actually win a championship? And the answer, well, at least this year was no. That said, I mean, even if, right? I mean, I'm talking like even if they had some sort of injury or whatever. I mean, it is as good as Steph is and as good as Clay is and as good as, as Durant is or whatever. You're talking about LeBron and either Kawhi or LeBron and Anthony Davis. I don't know, man. Like, it still seems like the two of those guys could could could, could get it done. Yeah, you look at the big threes that LeBron had in the past. He had, you know, Wade and, and Bosch in Miami and then Irving and and Love in Cleveland. This is by far the best. If it's if it's LeBron, even at his age, LeBron now and and AD and Kawhi, that's absurd. Yeah. I so, mean I get it. I understand it. Wouldn't bet it. Like I said, no, if, you have, if you have any interest in it, I would just kind of hope for an early season skid, which may, very well may happen as they're trying to kind of get their footing underneath them, right? Like the chemistry and, and start to gel, you know, go in there, hope they lose three in a row, and then you can maybe get like a little bit better odds than, than 150 because that just seems a little ridiculous to me. I know we're still sitting here waiting on Kawhi's decision. And, and, and with that, these odds will shift again, as you mentioned, Brad. I mean, certainly a chance for these odds to go even lower. And or if for some strange reason he surprises the world and doesn't go to the Lakers, then, uh, you know, certainly going to there be a ripple effect across the rest of the odds. If you guys are wondering who the sportsbook think has absolutely zero chance of winning, that would be the Charlotte Hornets, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Washington Wizards, and the Phoenix Suns all coming in at a cool plus 50,000. So uh, they are they are they think very, very little of those basketball squads, Brett. 
And the poor New York Knicks, man. A team that opened at 16-1 to last month at the Westgate with hopes of a Kyrie or KD. All the guys who ended up going to the Nets uh, all the way down to, what, 250-1, to 200-1, to somewhere in that range. Uh, yeah, but poor Knicks fans. Poor, poor, poor Knicks fans. I do actually feel for you. I feel pretty, pretty bad for you whenever this is uh – Whenever these situations go on, because you just you think you've been ta- you, you you think the team has a plan, and then the plan just goes absolutely sideways. Got to be, got to be pretty terrible. Now, it is the World Series of Poker time that's going on out here, and it is main event time, Brett. So everybody knows ten thousand dollar buy-in. You will win multiple million dollars whenever you uh, finish first in this thing. One of the interesting things that really jumped off the page to me that they're doing this year is that you can buy in on day two. Like that Love was that. that was I mean, for me, this makes it so, so, so much more appealing to me to play the main event in the future. I probably would have at least considered it this year. I'm going to be going out of town, so I will not be here for that. But uh, next year, it's certainly something I would consider. I mean, you still get your 60,000 chip stack for your 10,000. You're just entering in level five and or level six. It is and like you still have like 100 bigs or whatever. Yeah, it's like between 75 and 100 big blinds. Yeah. So for me, I, I don't know, man, I sitting through those micro levels at the beginning against like uh, playing guys that, you know, guys that are going to be playing every two cards, essentially, and you're having to kind of really guess post flop as to what's going on and all that. Like I'd let the field thin out a little bit and jump in day two and feel pretty pretty good about it it really depends on what you're there for right like i played i played four years ago and i wanted to take in just the experience of playing so like i can see right now yeah you know i would just bought on bought in on day two but i don't think i would have skipped day one in my first main event i think i would want to bend there you know be there and, and enjoy everything i can because you just you don't know you, you, you sign up for for day two and you can be out in one hand so it's you know really i, I think I think a lot of people will wait and, and reg for day two, especially if they have to wait for what is going to be a massive turnout here on the third day one flight. I mean, th- this they're talking about this possibly being the biggest WSOP main event ever. That well, is, I mean, not w- out w- of the, the possibility. You know. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and now they're having, I mean, there's even extra time for that to happen right, because now yeah. that you can now that you can register on day two, but well before the before the play starts and on day two, which yeah. is which is you know registering on day two. I mean, it, there's even more time for it to become the biggest one ever. I actually think they get there. I actually do. I That'd do. That'd be incredible. Yeah. I mean, with with the with the day two registering, I think you get there. I think there might be some people who are on the fence who make that last minute drive from L.A. or Arizona or quick flight in from the Bay Area or whatever it might be. And I don't know. I think they get there for this one. I'm certainly interested in seeing the numbers here. Uh, saw a bunch of poker players actually came out to the MMA awards and uh, talk to them about everything, and they were actually pretty stoked about the, um, at least the guys I talked to were pretty stoked about the buying in on day two thing. I think people think it's uh, a pretty good, a pretty good idea to at least try for a couple years and see what happens. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, I think if I played, you know, full time, I it, I would certainly consider it. Although you know, you just so many not new players, but certainly amateurs, people who don't play, you're just coming out to play the one, you know, the main event. You want to take advantage of you know playing against these people, even though there's not a lot of chips you can get on day one. You still want to be sitting at the table with people who don't necessarily know what they're doing. So I mean, I think there's some value certainly in playing day one, but 
if you know if you don't want to sit there all day and play you know play meaningless hands then maybe day two is for you guys as always we are located on all of your favorite places to listen to podcasts we are on apple Podcasts. we are on google Podcasts, spotify and stitcher please 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 go rate and review let us know what you think we are always available at the lines us and at play picks us on the twitter machine you can get brett at brett colson you can get me at matt brown m2 for brett i'm matt talk to you guys next week